0: All right, Bobby. I need you to summon up all of your theater training summon up all of your acting skills
1: We're gonna we're, act like we're doing this for the first time We're gonna
0: act like we're doing this bit for the very first time, and I need you to be with me on this one hundred percent I can't if there's are if, they gonna hear this part n- uh no are they definitely not are they no
1: don't lie to me Hunter don't lie to <laughs> me. <laughs>
0: You can't use that voice when you're not looking me in the eyes. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. Don't lie to me. There's a big foam screen in front of you and I can't see your face. I'm looking
1: right at you.
0: <laughs> I can't see your eyes. But I can see yours. That's that's fearful. I that's I don't Bobby, I need you to be with me hundred percent, okay? So okay. we're gonna pretend we did we're okay, doing this bit for the you. first time.
1: Okay, I'm with you.
0: That's right folks. We know you've all been clambering. we know you've all been asking uh what's that Itchy Boy secret? How do we do it? And <laughs> I the biggest question you you've been asking I thought podcasts were supposed to get better sound quality as they progressed, not worse. Uh but this time uh you know we're just a little different. We're ju- we're just a little yeah, different. Yeah, that's not like our that. brand. That's not who we are. We got to stay true to who we are. You know what? Like like Bob Dylan got a little worse as he uh went on and got electric and baby our electric phase is over.
1: Yeah, part of we listen folks. We've been keeping we've been keeping you on edge here. We've been edging you. We've been edging you. Two edgy boys. Mhm. Uh, available now on our OnlyFans.
0: That's right, baby. We're here. We're queer. Get and used. we're full of fear. And we're full. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, that's so good. So actually, much fear. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. I'm afraid. Happy Pride Month. Um, to go on theme, that intro was fucking difficult. <laughs>
1: Hi, I'm Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy, last I
0: checked. And welcome to Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games where we share with you the hidden gems and secret treasures we found deep within the Itch.io game site. And boy howdy, how many times do you think I've said boy howdy? Uh, too many. On this show, even. Too many. How many is too many?
1: uh fucking how many episodes are we in
0: are we just a collection of habits given form yo no dude i got like teeth and shit (laughs) (laughs) and just like that conversation this episode we're covering games that are difficult hard Uh uh-huh solid Uh uh-huh yeah uh. hard to chisel bobby are you texting Uh uh-huh uh-huh, yeah, sure. Bobby, what are you doing? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're playing the game you're bringing again. Yeah, I'm doing the same bit, guys. You're I'm doing sorry. Doing the same bit, I Bobby. I don't even I... know why I
1: do that. People can't see shit. People
0: can't This is not a visual medium. And I'm very glad it isn't. There's a lot that I cut. Yeah. And people would know what we cut if it was visual. They'd see the I mean, we could cut the visuals. Yeah, but they'd know that something was missing. They'd know It's like they would see the lump under the rug where we swept our sin under it and they would just
1: have to accept that wouldn't they
0: (laughs) they would just have to live with the mystery what this episode is right now is difficult just like the games we played this week yeah you could say that oh (laughs) bobby just a just a uh, just a feel for the room um raise your hand if you finished your game all right, that makes uh, zero hands raised up who finish their game. Um, Raise your hand if you beat the first level of your game. Define level. I don't think mine has levels. Okay. Sounds like an excuse, but okay. I, I got past a lot of rooms, a lot of chambers. So I'm raising my hand. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, that makes one (laughs) beat the first level. Cool. Okay. um, (laughs) Bobby, I feel you have some explaining to do, which is perfect because I'm entirely certain you go first this week. Are you sure? Yeah, because I went first last week. You remember we had the whole bit where I was like, well, Bobby, that's a great segue. And you were like, no, it's not because I don't go first. And I went first. Oh, yeah. I remember.
1: Uh, yeah, dog. So, newsflash, uh, liberals, I picked a hard
0: fucking game. (laughs) I don't, I don't know if I, no, you know what, go ahead. Yeah, go pop off, King.
1: Yeah, sorry, sorry if it's not politically correct for me not to have beaten (laughs) the first level of my game that I, a person in a game, that I, a person of some kind of gender in a show about games, I don't even know where, how I was going to finish that. But no, I didn't beat the first goddamn level of my game. Sue me. Uh, It's
0: hard. What it- was, what was, do you, do you remember the deal about the, the journalist who covered Braid and how like he couldn't get past the first level? Yeah, I I think I know what you're talking about. Hey man, that journalist is probably still working. I think
1: you're fine. Or like the 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 guys who couldn't get past the tutorial of a cuphead or whatever.
0: Yeah, you know what? I think we're. This, I think <laughs> I'm I think I'm better than that. At least I think we're doing exactly what James James journalism expects of us. Yeah. My our
1: boss, my friend James. Our boss Gernalism. James
0: Gurnalism. He hates it when you call him his friend. He, pay,
1: he pays me. He pays me a quarter for every episode. <laughs> he hates
0: it when you call him his friend. I
1: don't care, man. He I'm hates dead. that because he's your boss. Today. He likes oh, being yeah, your he boss. Is.
0: He hates being your friend. Oh yeah, he does. James Gurnalism. James Gurnalism. James P. Gurnalism. How do I start talking? How about, about we start with what the name of your game is? You know what? I like your style. You know what? <laughs> that's what James likes you. That's why. Yeah, that's why James is always giving me the 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 good scoop.
1: Oh yeah, the the <laughs> <laughs> no the hot goss. No, anyway,
0: he he uh, he brings me into his office and he does something to me that he calls the good scoop. It's anything but
1: the very bad scoop. It's a
0: no. It's any. It's I I bend over and it's anything but. A lot of, lot of triple entendres in here. No, m- Dude,
1: you you can't even count how many entendres there are. Hey, can you let me talk about my game, though? I'm
0: so sorry. I'm bringing such a fucking energy. I'm really sorry. So, yeah. Japan,
1: 1995. <laughs> Sakura Pass. Your brother came here every night until one morning he didn't come back. He's not the only driver who has been claimed by these dangerous roads. What was so important to him here? Can you finish what he started? This game is the Demon of Sakura Pass. By BrainOS. Maybe BrainOS. I don't know. Uh, they don't say it out loud on the itch page. So fuck if I know. Uh, it's $2 on itch.io. Although, right now, I think the only payment method it accepts is PayPal. Uh, There are a lot of comments uh, that are very displeased with that. One person who is offering to pay in crypto instead, which is very funny to (laughs) me. (laughs) But
0: You know, the crypto community kind of is the polar opposite of the itch.io community. They really are. Let's not get into that, folks. Anyway, tell me about um tell me about the demon of Sakura Pass. Yeah,
1: so um this is I guess you'd say a racing game. Uh it's a top-down perspective, like uh, I mean I, I I really don't have an analog for it. I don't play a lot of racing games. Um, I don't play a lot of racing games for the SNES, which is absolutely what this is emulating with its aesthetic and its, like, POV and, like, its soundtrack and its fucking opening cutscene, but it is, yeah, a racing game emulating the style of the SNES, and <laughs> god damn, man, it's very hard. You don't accelerate manually in this game. This game has two inputs. Left and right. Steer and whatever direction you go in, you by default move as fast as fucking humanly possible. This is a game about screaming at just impossible speeds down haunted highways because oh yeah hunter uh, did i mention this game is about fucking ghosts
0: i don't think i remember you saying mentioning that this is a game about cars okay i'm sorry yeah. I,
1: i'm sorry let me so here here here's my elevator pitch for you imagine you know hunter You have told me many times Mm -hmm. about the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh,
0: don't get me started. We'll be here all day. One, One thing that you've said
1: that stuck with me about imagining what the Fast and Furious franchise is like is it's like they take a film genre and replace the human actors in it with... Cars.
0: Yes, yes, that's exactly what they do.
1: They've got a heist movie, but instead of instead of uh, like people doing the heist, it's cars.
0: That's Fast Five, a- baby. Yeah,
1: action movie, but in- the, instead of the people doing action, it's cars. You get it. You get it. Get yeah, you, you get, get it. You get
0: it. You get, get it. This movie dares to ask the
1: question: What if J horror, <laughs> but with fucking
0: cars? Oh my god, <laughs> I, you know. Uh, <laughs> They really did just make um. Uh, they really, oh, fa- uh, they really just frame? yeah. They really just made Fatal Frame into a racing game. Yeah. Except
1: the only thing that's scary about this game is how hard it
0: fucking slaps. <laughs> you will be afeared at how fucking raw this game. At is. How
1: how fucking rule of cool this game is. So you 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 boot up the game. You've got a pretty wide selection of cars that you can pick. Uh, you don't have any stats or anything. It's, it's like classic, you know, I said it, it emulates like SNES-style game design. Um, so you're, you're kind of left on your own to decide to figure out what these cars do, uh, what, what makes them special. Uh, you can put decals on them. But th- there there are tangible differences between the way these cars operate. And I can't tell you anything more beyond that because uh, it's all very obtuse and I haven't figured it out. Um, so you go, you go from the car selection menu into the course selector. You've got starting out this like circuit, this, this uh, like training circuit that you can run as many times as you want and level one which is kind of this this uh, straight shot with a lot of like really tight corners through this heavily wooded forest um, that will kill you. You can practice that as well as many times as you wish. But beneath the practice button is challenge. And that's how you progress the story. It's the same... Course, except in the dead of night, there's fog rolling over the landscape. Lights illuminate a dead, eerie road. And you drive, drive for a good couple seconds, and then a voice speaks to you saying, Do you like my car? And suddenly you're not alone. The who's on the road with you? Fucking ghost, man. I don't know what to tell you. There, there is another car suddenly on the road with you. Translucent, intangible. And it's your job to make it to the end of this course before
0: that car does.
1: Could, it, could it
0: be? Could it be the ghost of your brother? I honestly have no idea because that's as far as I made it. <laughs> I have, I've, every time we've seen each other, Bobby, since we got the topic for this episode, you have been furiously playing this game on your phone. Like, you have not been slacking in the effort department. No, I
1: have not been able to stop thinking about this game. It is so fucking fast and it is just really the the controls are just really tight i know that's an overused term but i it, i can feel myself getting better at this game every time i play it but the thing about it is it's a different there there's a difference in this game between being able to make it to the end of the level and beating it because you have to approach this game with a completionist's, a speedrunner's attention to detail, uh, familiarity with the course, and uh, reflexiveness that, to me, feels almost superhuman. And that that that's just the bare minimum to get past uh, the level because these ghosts are so these ghosts have so much finesse and just like a superhuman ability to navigate these turns that absolutely wrecked wrecked me like every time I I've I've been through this thing and like it's so frustrating because I know it's possible to get this done. I see it in front of me every time I boot this game up. It's it's like a you know uh super you know how in Mario Kart you would have the the, the time trial mode or whatever? Yeah where you could record yourself uh <laughs> playing playing through a course and you could race against
0: a ghost of your, your previous self. This is that, but they are a real ghost. This is that, but it's a literal ghost. Can I can I also mention um these ghosts have so much finesse uh is my favorite Lemon Demon song.
1: God damn it, dude. Do they though?
0: It's so it's so raw. How just like
1: how I mean, I I don't know. This this game kind of woke me up to what is so cool they're, about racing? They're making games woke now. They're making games woke, folks. And let me tell you, I love it. I feel after having spent time with this game, That racing, driving a fast, a really fast car, may be the single most dramatic thing a normal human person is capable of.
0: Like bobby is today the day that i that we finally crack into the fast and furious franchise
1: i think today might be i i mean this so this is this is a thing that has been on my mind for years um i there i went to disney world when i was like 13 and like <laughs> at at the hollywood studios they have a stunt show where they have just like it's just like a stunt driving showcase and like, this is this is when I was just starting to get into theater and like acting and all that stuff. And I remember walking away from that thing and thinking, I want to be a stunt driver when I grow up. Oh, hell yeah. And this game awakened something in me that has been lying dormant for so time. And fast cars are fucking cool, man. Fast
0: cars are really fucking cool.
1: There's just something about a body that's not yours. Uh, your life at stake even though the thing that defines whether you live or die is not under your total control but being able to get to the point it's like taming a beast god
0: bobby wow i think you really fell in love with racing
1: i think i think i fell in love with racing just the way the just the way in this game you scream down a stretch of road, and then there's just a 180-degree turn in front of you, and you just have to split decision, figure out, oh, shit, how am I going to manage my momentum? Because I can't slow down. If I slow down, I'm just going to slam into the tree line. So how do I get myself to a point where I can turn just a complete 180 degrees in this screaming metal golem that's throwing itself at impossible speeds down this haunted highway, and, and and survive this, not go careening down a cliff. And it's just like, I don't know, man. And I haven't even said a word about the soundtrack.
0: Could, would you like to say a brief word about the soundtrack? Just a brief word. So, I'm sorry. I'm kind of all over the place. I, no, I, buddy. I mean, you, you have sold me, like, so hard. I think you get it. So, little story. I...
1: The soundtrack it sounded very fun. I, I was digging it. It, it has a very SNES-style vibe to it, uh, like uh, like the rest of the game. It's very on-theme, um, and I, I don't know. It, it has at least the, the, the tracks that I had heard playing the game itself. They, they they sound like what you'd expect from, you know, an SNES uh racing game from ninety-five, you know. It's very it's very uh the the menu is very cool and jazzy. And, you know, there there's like a chill track uh that plays during the the training courses, and then you know, there's there's this little bump in tune that that starts playing whenever the the first ghost comes out. So I went looking on YouTube for this game to see if anybody else has talked about or even, like, played through this game in its entirety. And the only thing I could find was the soundtrack. And um, I guess all I have to say is, if you have heard me talking about this game and you're still not sold on it, use use my use my emotional picture that i'm painting uh go listen to the soundtrack in its entirety
0: it's only like eight songs is there is there a specific song you'd like to uh you'd like to leave the the listeners with all right yeah yeah
1: so listen to the final boss theme uh race against the demon and that's a good track name very good track name If you listen, although I do highly recommend listening to the whole soundtrack because it's all bumpin' as hell, but Race Against the Demon slams painfully hard. Slams in the back of my Dragula. Absolutely. If you listen to that music and the game that you play in your head does not rule...
0: You need a defibrillator, bud. <laughs> Your heart ain't beating. God damn, Bobby! I, it's amazing how much passion you have for a game that you could not beat the first level of. This
1: is a great game. <laughs> I don't need. Okay, to, okay. I don't need to be good at video games to know that this is like some solid ass game
0: design. Get damn, Bobby! You got a fire in you.
1: And I cannot wait to be good enough to see all of it, or hopefully my, my, my dream is that talking about this game on the show will get enough word of mouth out there that at some point somebody will play through this game, beat it, and decide to upload a full playthrough to YouTube so I can watch it.
0: May the game rise up to me too.
1: So yeah, that's uh that's Demon of Sakura Pass by Brain OS or Brain O's. That's two dollars, bud.
0: That's two dollars, bud. That's two
1: dollars, bud.
0: That's nothing. That's, that's nothing. Baby that's a money. deal. That's a steal.
1: You're stealing. And the soundtrack is uh, on YouTube. If nothing else, go listen to that shit. So uh I'm I've I've done a lot of screaming. Uh how
0: what what's what, what you been up to, bud? What have you been doing? Um I also didn't get very far in my game. Bobby, you and I are fundamentally different people when it comes to video games. Yeah. Um you are what uh uh scientists would call a true gamer, I think. You're a you're a big. I was uh,
1: diagnosed with that
0: when I was ten. Yeah. Yes, it's uh you have type and two autism. type two gaming. Um, you're a you're a real fan of uh of the difficult, tricky games. You like a good Dark Soul. Even if I'm not good at them. Even if you're not good at them. See, I, you know what? I love Bobby. I love Kirby. I'm wrong, with Kirby man. Nothing like, wrong with Kirby. Listen, you play Forgotten Land. That shit gets hard. I did play Forgotten Lands and I really enjoyed it. Um i like a soft game i like a good coddling game i like a game that will hold my hand and let me do cool things I want your games to be your friends you know, that is a real bobby i want my games to be my friends but that doesn't mean my friends can't challenge me hell yeah man i, I challenge do not, you every time i come in here you are extremely challenged bobby Thank you. And challenging. Thank you. Now, Bobby, uh, I have a few things to share. A little fact, a couple, I have a couple little game facts to share with you. Cool game fact number one, I do not have super great hand-eye coordination. Cool. I just don't. The The time it takes for my brain to process uh, that things should go to my hands and back to my brains and to my eyes... Uh, It's not great. It's not as good as I would like it to be. And you know what? That's okay. But I'm not great at that. I'm not great at sports games. I'm not great at rhythm games. I'm terrible at fighting games uh, because I cannot think on the fly that fast and my knee-jerk actions take over very easily. Right on, brother. Um, And I find games like Dark Souls uh, difficult for the same reason. And the learning process for those games I feel can be a bit unforgiving. I like my games to forgive me. Very easily because I make a lot of mistakes. It's okay. Um, like the idea of getting good at a game does not appeal to me because it requires a lot of time and a lot of effort in a world where I have laundry to do and many other games to occupy my time.
1: Some real Noah Caldwell-Gervais shit right there.
0: Like it's like I I am sure there is so much joy to be found in besting a game like that, in truly struggling and striving. And getting over the mountain that is those difficult games, but also I I have to be at the bank before it closes. Yeah, and like that,
1: you 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 can beat the nameless king as many times as you want. That's not going to carry over into
0: real life. Yeah, and I don't. I what I'm what I'm trying to say is, I they're not my cup of tea, not because I think they're bad, but because I'm a type of person to whom they do not appeal to. Um, There are a few hard games I do really enjoy. Uh, The Trials series. Do you remember the Trials series? I don't know what you're talking about. The motorbike games made by Red Links. Oh, yeah. That's ringing uh, some bells. Those are fun. Uh, I'm I'm pretty good at Mega Man. I'm a big Mega Man boy. Yo, are you? I'm a big Super Meat Boy boy. Right. Um, I'm a big Celeste boy. Hell yeah, you are. Um, I love puzzle games. I go wild over some puzzle games. A different kind of difficulty than we were previously talking about, but you know, Mist, The Witness, Monument Valley. Crazy about some good puzzlers. And uh, my favorite game, I think of all time, that I think is a game we both greatly enjoy. Um, one of one of my favorite games of all time, Hollow Knight. Fuck yeah, man. I, I don't think anyone would argue Hollow Knight is an easy game, but there's definitely some wiggle room of like, it's not, Hollow Knight has a decent amount of challenge, and it gives you a lot of options to respond to those challenges. And yeah, that it's is a the game type, that'll work with you. Yes, those are the types of games that I like. I think what these games have in common is that they offer only slight penalty for mistakes, except for Mega Man. That That's just, yeah, that's Mega Man. Um, And when there is penalty, there is choice, like Hollow Knight allowing for strategic escape and healing on the fly, or uh, Celeste allowing for uh, starting over immediately um, after a mistake. Same thing with uh, the Hotline Miami series. Those are the kinds of challenge that I like. And so it was very hard finding a game for me that was hard that I uh, could really engage with, but I did find something. A game that came out this year, no less. All right. I found a game called To a Starling by Poteski. It's a very cute name. It is a cute game. Um, It is uh, one of the very fun uh, Pico 8 engine games. Um, I'm sure we've played a decent amount of Pico 8 games, uh, but I don't think we ever talked about it. Yeah, I
1: don't think we ever mentioned Pico 8 by name.
0: It's just a sweet little um, classic uh, 8-bit style um, game engine that a a lot of... uh, Itch.io games use uh, that very easily integrate into games you can play in your browser um, that can still hold a lot of data. Uh, Pico Eight it's like we, a goddamn Game Boy. It really is like it's it's a it's a it's a Game Boy in your browser. I should honestly add Pico Eight games to the wheel. That would be really good. Um, that'd be great. Um, Tua Starling is a Celeste style chamber platformer. I that's the best way I could put it. Uh, I don't know if there's a word for it. Games like Celeste and Mega Man, where it is each you move between each chamber, and each chamber or room that fills up the entire screen is its own little puzzle, and you the each room loads as its own thing, and they're all little platforming puzzles. Um, you know the type of game. Think they know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Mega Man-style room traversal, refined and popularized by Celeste, room after room of isolated platforming puzzles. Uh, that's what I have written down. Um, to a starling, traverse a trash-filled wasteland as a little starling with the ability to teleport to a fixed position on the screen. Very, very simple. Um, the art is 8-bit. Uh, it's very charming. The sound mixing is very nice. Um Visually, it it it's you know like it, it is what it is on the ten. Um, there's there's not a ton to write home about. You see, what you see is what you get. But there's something so engaging and simple about its mechanics and the way it unfolds and the way it teaches you these mechanics. Um, I put down in my notes that it the format feels incredibly celeste. It is. You traverse through these single chambers with a lot of spikes and uh, pitfalls, um, trying to get from one into to the other. As soon as you die, you have the ability to start that room over. Um, and when you die, you start at the beginning of the room you're in. Very Celeste, but the way it teaches you new abilities and new mechanical ideas is very familiar to me. And it felt like the first time I played Portal Ooh. or the first time I played Mega Man X, where it has these incredibly intuitive tutorials about very singularly simple mechanics. That And it will introduce new ways that those mechanics can function and new dimensions that these uh, mechanics can interact with in different ways. And then it will begin to pile them all on top of each other until you have an incredibly complex situation that on its face has so much going on. But because you have been walked through in such an intuitive way, all of it clicks together so easily.
1: Kind um, of thing that only makes sense if you put put in the effort.
0: Yes. So the very simple mechanics are you do these traversal puzzles. Uh, you, you don't have like a double jump or anything. Your only action is jump, move, and teleport at will. You teleport to a fixed place on the screen, a little gemstone, a physical object in the world that is in most of the rooms. And that, that's as simple as it gets. You, when you jump or fall, you keep your momentum when you teleport. You can jump right before teleporting and you will sail upwards. It is some portal shit. It is some portal shit. It is very portal shit. Um and that's that's as simple as it gets. That's that that is the baseline mechanic, you know, uh use your momentum to uh, change your directions through the portal.
1: So uh. how does that work in a puzzle context?
0: So let's say you are on one side, the portal is on the other side. You need to get there, you teleport. Let's say you're on one side, the portal's on the other side, but the portal is in a pit of spikes. So you would Jump before you hit the portal and right, like, right after you jump, hit the portal button, and you are sailing out of the pit of spikes to the next room. Very, very simple. Then they add a ton of small little nuance mechanics like what if the portal, this, this crystal that you teleport to, what if after one use, it falls out of its perch? So you only get one chance, not so much one chance to teleport, but after you teleport, the portal then becomes a moving object that you can still interact with. At least until it reaches, you know, either the ground below and it stops or a pit and it disappears or spikes where it is destroyed.
1: So does it fall to a fixed position or?
0: Sometimes. Sometimes there are other single-use perches that... If you teleport again, that perch will fall, and there can be perhaps a series of perches. There can be perhaps a uh, – there was one such puzzle where the perch was at a fixed position. I had to use it to launch myself over spikes and to hit a switch that turned off a certain color of spikes. Quickly teleport back to the portal because where that switch is is surrounded by spikes, and I don't have a place to land. But where that portal has fallen is now a much more precarious place, so I have to be on my toes and quickly change directions mid-flight. And all while that's happening, it's already fallen through two perches as I've done two teleportations. It now falls onto a a single-use bounce platform and launches up towards some spikes, and I have to use that portal while it's flying upwards before it hits the spikes, so that I can launch myself to a high position to go to the next room.
1: Yeah, that's some celeste shit.
0: Yes, it's very celeste. Like I I can do all the explaining I want to, but at the at the end of the day, I feel like saying that it is a celeste like that kind of rises to meet that challenge. That does as much explaining as any like that 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 sells the game more than any explaining will. Like that it is a celeste like game. That doesn't feel lesser than Celeste. I
1: mean, I would say your description painting a pretty good picture.
0: Yes, and there's so many other little things. Like there's, you start to come to these chambers where um, there are these strange engines that keep the portal on a uh, on a diocese on a on a circle, and the portal is always in the opposite side of the circle to where you are uh, in the room, and so depending where you are in the room. If you teleport, you will teleport to the opposite side of that fixed circle. Um, And that creates a ton of extremely unique uh, platforming puzzles. Um, I have not beat this game, as I said before. I do plan to. I'm in the middle of it. Man alive. Uh, It's just that that quick-paced, easy-to-keep-going, rewarding... Constantly changing, uh, adding new mechanics, game style, makes the challenge worth it for me. It makes the challenge rewarding to me. And I think this is the type of challenging game. This is my platonic ideal of a challenging game. Yeah, one, one, that, gives, one that gives feedback to, to your yes. effort. And one that you can just keep doing over and over and over again, experimenting and figuring it out. Because a lot of it is just like figuring out angles, figuring out, okay, after I teleport the second time, what direction do I need to be going? Or how far down this pit do I need to fall before the portal on the diocese has moved far enough that I'll be able to jump out? Like that kind of thing. That it, I really enjoy it. I really, really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it it sounds like... I I'm super in love with the the genre well genre's the the wrong word but the type of game where it is difficult in a way that encourages experimentation yeah a, 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 as opposed to demanding
0: perfection absolutely absolutely um yeah I uh Maybe it's good that I, um, I don't think I had as much to say about mine as yours. Cause you, you really, I wish I had the fire about my game that you did, but I just really enjoyed it. I just, it was, I really liked it. I re it was really nice. It was a nice time. It sounds nice. I want to, y- you just a little bird. I don't know, man. You, uh, I think you sold me on this. This looks, this looks good. It's really cute. Um, yeah. Uh, are you like me and have only uh, else been playing Legend of Zelda? No. Okay. Uh, I I made that. I said that as an assumption. I also haven't just been playing Legend. I have. I had. I do have, I did have other games that I might that I was playing. I've upbringing.
1: also been playing Cars for the Nintendo GameCube. All
0: right. Okay. Now, Mister Showoff. All right. Uh, that that isn't uh my.
1: Well, it kind of is my my choice. Uh Hunter and I are part of a, a little games club uh with my high, with my uh school buddy uh Cynthia. Uh, hi Cynthia if you're listening. Hi Cynthia. We formed a little games club and our first our first inaugural thing is cars for the Nintendo GameCube, because why not?
0: I just can't figure out the emulator. I just What what are you using? Dolphin? Yeah, I'm using Dolphin. I don't know what to tell you, bud. I'll I'll give it a gander. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, of course, son. What, uh, about, what about you? I played I played two little games uh that I don't I don't have a ton to talk about uh which is why I didn't bring them as the main game. Um but I did really enjoy them. Um one game I played uh just very briefly. I played a I played a little puzzle game called RYB um Rib. RYB as in red, yellow, blue. It is a poly- polygonal colors based puzzle game about filling in colors of different shapes it to what they correspond uh it it's just a real if it's very 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 simple um but but very fulfilling and simple in the way that like sudoku is i don't know i really liked it uh it's just a a little color puzzle game. Um, one of the better minimal puzzle games that I found. Uh, it's pay what you want, I believe. Uh, no, it's, I think it's a dollar on itch.io, but it was also included in the bundle for racial justice if you have that. Oh, yeah. And it's a dollar on Steam if you care. Um, I really I'm I enjoyed that. But I also played. Don't Look Away from the Screen by Paper Cookies, a game that came out in 2019 that made the rounds a little bit when it came out due to its uniqueness. Um, It is a spatial puzzle game, and it's just what it says on the tin. You navigate a polygonal 3D space populated mostly with beige, and you try to keep your cursor trained on the scant pops of color to reach the end of each room. Uh... Just keep your keep your mouse. Don't look away from the color. Um, you can briefly move your cursor off of the color to uh, essentially jump your view from uh, objects and scenery of color. Um, your cursor leaving the color is noted by a perpetually slowing, sluggish effect on your cursor. Um, and the longer you stay out of the color, the slower it gets. Like, Ooh. so like it, you can you can really bone yourself if you don't give your throw enough heft Um, uh, and it is noted uh, by the music sounding as if it is being slowed on a dying record player Um, yeah and it's just this like sweet little tinkling like saloon piano um, that will just start like slowing and dying as you leave the color Um, but as soon as you reach uh, the next pop of color uh, the effect is gone. The music resumes as normal. Um, spend too much time outside of the color and you are sent back to the beginning of the level. It's just a short little charming game with fun puzzles that, uh, feel like they activate almost a survival instinct the way that it's. Yeah. This sounds stressful. Yeah. A, a little bit. Um, I think it would be, uh, I didn't end up bringing it cause I didn't find it too difficult. Um, But yeah, there was something that activated in my brain uh, on a survival level of like, it was almost like SCP or bird boxy of like, if I look away from what I need to be looking at, I'm going to die. And they introduce a mechanic later on where certain colors are slippery. Like your cursor doesn't just like stay on it the way you want, it's... It's certain colors become ice levels. Oh, God. Um, which uh, is uh, really tough when you're on, like, moving platforms. Um, but it's just a sweet, short little little uh, puzzle game, and it uh, brought the attention to me of Paper Cookies, the developer, uh, also known as Adam Pipe. Um, they kind of make their whole oeuvre um, about uh, making uh, fun, cute little guys uh, that use peripheral and input... Or that, that use peripheral input and skewed vision in pretty creative ways, um, such as a little game called Tonsil Terror, which is a horror game in a haunted house where the camera is situated in your mouth and you can only see where you're going when you open your mouth to scream. Oh. But when you scream, the ghost can track you, and it supports microphone use oh. so that you can literally scream at your computer to, to see. Um, which is very fun. Oh uh, shit!
1: I've played a couple games by this person.
0: Yes, uh, they have a VHS, nineteen eighty six. Sp- they made Spookware. They made Spookware. Yes, they made Spookware. They made no players online. Yes. God damn, man. They're kind of great. They're kind of they kind of have a great energy. Um, I want to talk about a f- uh, just a few little other games that uh, kind of match the the vibe of. Um, don't look away from the screen. Uh, Cursor car. If you've ever had those little uh, desktop buddies, uh that you that just like walk around your desktop, this is kind of similar except it turns your cursor into a car that has its own car-like mechanics and you can only move your cursor around uh your desktop uh through, you know, driving controls. Uh so your your cursor like drifts and can forward and reverse oh. uh to navigate your web pages. That's so fun. It's so fun. Uh, there's Mobius, a 2D game played in a 3D space on a Mobius strip. There's Meta Maze, a 2D game where the character dreams in 3D. And no, I can't explain it. I don't know how. It, I don't know how. Um, there's Keyboard Twister. It's a twister for your fingers. Um, You know, like the game, Twister. Yeah. Yeah, but on your keyboard for your fingers and there's Map Friend which is a horror game via old school Microsoft era Google Maps which is before I'm pretty sure Google Maps was a thing uh but it it looks like if Google Maps was made in 1996 yeah if if Google Maps had a Clippy yes um yeah and that's uh yeah yeah that's a pretty good selection right there. I think we did really good this week. That's a primo cut of meat right there. Yo, this was a good episode. Yeah, I feel good. I feel really good about it. Um and that's really all uh that's really all I had to say about any of the things that I brought. That's all she wrote, folks. Uh thank you everybody for uh tuning in. Uh we try to put out an episode every other Thursday. Uh this is most likely coming out on a Thursday. I think I've got the time to do it. Yeah. Um, thank you Twiggle Park for letting us use the track. Busy Busy is our theme music. It's a really good track by a really great gal. Um, we know you're probably, you're listening to us somewhere, but as you know, you could listen to us everywhere. Elsewhere. elsewhere, every, everywhere, everywhere, elsewhere, yeah, elsewhere, everywhere yeah. and everywhere. Yeah. If you're listening on Spotify, Hey, maybe you like sleeping on the other side of the bed tonight. um, why don't you go on a Apple Podcasts? Why don't you go a little wild? Why don't you go listen a little wild? to us on Stitcher? On sti- <laughs> why don't you go a little bananas and check us out on Audible or Amazon Podcast? Yo, we're on Audible. Yep. Weird, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys so much. Normally. We would have one last piece of business. We We already did that, though. We already did that, though. Outside, away from you. You don't get to see everything. We get to have secrets. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. Unless you subscribe to our OnlyFans. But this secret, I can't keep any longer. we got something special coming up, though. we got something special coming up. Next episode, we're going to have our first ever guest... Um, oh God! How are we gonna fit him in here? <laughs> he's not Bobby. I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. He doesn't come in the house. He's mm-hmm. not trained. He can come in other places, though, right? That he can. Uh, the very first, we have Snoop Dogg, we did. and we did. <laughs> we did have. We did have. Uh, what were the five layers? Uh, we had. We
1: had Mike Myers as austin powers as uh fuck the the one beetle the one beat <laughs> that one beetle
0: <laughs> dare i say it though uh, um this as is... as johnny bravo as shrek <laughs> dare i say it though <laughs> johnny johnny bravo um dare i say it though this is the first guest we'll have who knows uh Practically anything about video games. That's right, folks. We're going to be having longtime friend of the boys, first time friend of the show, Shimp. That's right. Our good buddy Shelby's going to be joining us to talk about video games. And uh, instead of spinning the wheel, we decided to give him the pick of the litter. That's right. He got to see the wheel. Something you'll never get to do. Unless... Un- unless you want to... toss like, a few more bucks our way. Go to our OnlyFans where we show it all. We show the whole wheel. The baby. whole wheel. You
1: know you want to see this wheel.
0: He saw the whole wheel and he picked out his favorite, and that's why in two weeks' time we will be covering with Shelby fan games. Is it real? It's no. It's not surprise. It's it's funny. That was the one we had planned to pick for him. Yeah. And instead, decided that he should pick. And then he did, you know. It's, we just
1: know him so well. We just
0: know him. We know his energy. We've been inside him. No, I don't like that.
1: I, I, I don't know. I kind of like that.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh! It sounds like a uh, romance is in the air. Tensions will rise. Kingdoms will fall. All this and more next week on Two Itchy Boys. I've been Hunter J. Allen.
1: And I am Bobby McCarthy. Will I continue to be Bobby McCarthy? (laughs) And And we've we've been been two two itchy boys. boys. I don't know if I want to say what my name
0: is <laughs> after all this. I'm cutting out every mention of Jacob Geller, I swear.